Welcome to Courtside Indiana Podcast. I'm Jim Reamer. It's, it's, a, it's a lonely, it's a lonely existence tonight. It's just me and Dominique tonight. Dominique, the kids are in bed. How are you doing? Kids are in bed. Snow in the morning. He's three to get... five inches, I guess. So really, that's what <laughs> that's I mean, what they getting, say. I don't. We're not getting any of that. I don't think. Let me check. Yeah. I mean, we're getting all. Yeah, I heard three to three to five inches. So let's see. Starting here at ten p.m. Thirty minutes. Hundred percent chance at ten p.m. Holy cow! I'm looking at a radar map, and yeah, everywhere but here. <laughs> Well, everywhere north of here. Well, it's 72 and yep. sunny here in Carmel. So, yeah. Got the dome closed. It was it worked out pretty well. <laughs> uh, we are doing... Uh, preparing for that. Do I? I just said we're just preparing for that snow. That's about it. Yeah. All right. We're going to do regional pickums. I guess just the two of us, although we have Zach and Kyler's picks. We'll read them off as we go along. Um, you and I are going to talk about some of the matchups, maybe not all of them, but definitely some of them. Uh, we're going to start in 1A, work our way up the ladder. Any uh, any other side topics we want to get out before we – anything changed since our last – since Tuesday? It's Right now we're recording. It's Thursday night. Oh. Nothing, nothing – I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Nope. All right. All right, let's get going then. We are at section or regional. These are regionals. Regional 25. Or wait, how is that working? Yeah, regional 25. So that they, that's how they're doing it. Let's get back here. I'm trying to find my way here on this page. Regional 25 at Triton. The first game is Tri-County versus Marquette Catholic. The second game is Couts versus Bethany Christian. Your uh, your your Bethany Christian. Now the the winners don't play. <laughs> for those who uh, you know, for for those who haven't you know don't follow as closely or just have really crappy memory, there these are just one game regionals this year. So, which is a format I like. Do you like this better? Yeah, uh, I think we haven't actually um... experienced it yet, but. Right, it seems like, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely going to keep fans more engaged. I did notice last year uh, from the semi-state I watched, it did seem like it was a little bit down attendance-wise and just excitement. It just didn't seem, I don't know, seemed a lot different than regionals, obviously. And now that that format switched, I think next, you know, this will be a good weekend, but I think the semi-state week now will be pretty exciting as well. Yeah, because it almost seems like a white, like a, like a, um, a gap week, the semi-state. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just one game. Heck, some schools are on spring break. Now that 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 could still be the case. I mean, it's still going to be the case this year. In fact, there's twice as much of a chance that teams will be on spring break with twice as many teams. Um, but the, yeah. the gyms will be a little fuller. I think people too will. There are fewer bad drives in this format because there's just more regionals to cover. And there's more regionals um, to soak up some of that distance. So I think you will get fans that will be a little bit more willing to travel than what they might have. Well, I, you know, I, and then again, I don't know. These are probably some of the same – actually, these are some of the same locations, right? It's just 
there's no championship game. We're taking two winners instead of one. So that may be, but that's also why regionals have been pretty fun. It's next week when now we'll have more semi-state locations that will soak up some of the travel, make some drive shorter, um, and and might lure more fans in. And of course, we're taking twice as many teams. So there'll be, um, you know, there will be you know, twice as many opportunities to get people there. But yeah, for All sure. Right, well, it's, 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 it's go ahead. I was going to say real quick with the semi state, it's uh, mm-hmm. a chance to get a chance to get teams from different, like, you know, if we're talking about, let's just say the 4A North, you know, usually when you're having a, you know, four teams, one location and playing, you know, two semifinals basically in a final, it's usually all in the same region, right? It's like Michigan City, you know, Chesterton, Penn, all in the same. But now it's like, you know, Penn, Hammond Central. Now we're yeah. down south in Noblesville, bringing in Kokomo. You know, though it's a little bit different logistically oh, yeah. as well with the different teams. So, yeah, the one the one change too is that every round, well, there's more random matchups. I think it's kind yeah. of what you're saying. Um, because last year the 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 previous format the the semi states were baked in no matter what. I mean the regionals were drawn out. You could have a different regional opponent each week. Let's say everybody won their sectional that won the year before. You could still have a different regional opponent each each year. That's maintained. Now the semi states are going to be drawn out. They're going to be drawn out Sunday evening. I don't know what time. I haven't looked. I suppose we could check real quick here on the fly. Um, one o'clock is when the pairings will yeah. be be determined. Uh, then we have the NCAA pairing show, and then we have the Oscars. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like part Packed. of three watch parties Sunday. <clears throat> My friends and I we do like a little Oscars party every year. So we'll. Uh, it's gonna be a busy day. Jam packed. I know, right? Um. Yeah. So there's more randomness. The the semi states aren't predetermined. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know it's a small difference. It's going to be four. You know, you're you're only you're still going to only be able to play one of three other teams. But at the same time, it's it's better than just knowing who you're going to play. I guess I don't I don't know. I like I like the yeah, more I think randomness it's just the... this is. Yeah. And I think it's just like I was saying, just the usual, the usual regional usually has the same old teams, not the same old teams, but the same old regions, you know, the region, the South Bend team, if we're talking about 4A North. And now it's going to be different where you can have a team from well, Fort Wayne in there or Indy yeah, or you're, Pokemon. I think what you're saying is the semi-states will be that way. Yeah, the semi-states, Cause they, yeah. Because that was where I was going with it earlier. I was trying to, I was saying there's more regionals. There's actually not more regionals. Same number of regionals, just only two teams or two teams will advance now instead of one because it's the right. same teams. I mean, it's still Fort Wayne, Wayne, Noblesville. I mean, the winners are the same sectionals, but yeah, the semi-state, that's exactly what you're saying is exactly what happens at the semi-state level is there's, there's yeah, just going to be that's, more teams, more options. Yep. That's what I was saying. Yep. Semi-state. Now what will be interesting going forward will be if they decide to unlink the regionals. So they aren't necessarily 4A regionals, 3A regionals, 2A, like next year, if they mix it up, like they used to, like they have done the semi-states, 
where you'll have multiple yep. classes. So your your Lebanon regional next year could be the Carmel winner. There could be the you know four A. I don't know how they would do that. Well, they could draw them out and then locate them, right? Yeah. So they could still draw them out as they did this year and then choose the location based on who won. Right. They just don't have to have – they don't have to have the 3A regionals at the same place, the 4A regionals at the same place. They can they can break them up a little bit. That's if it, if they think it could help address some of the travel issues that still exist. So, right. All right, you want to get going here? Let's get it. All right, Tri County versus Marquette Catholic or Zach. We we don't have John's picks. Last last week, John Loudon joined us for the sectional pick'em. He actually won. He let's let's cover <laughs> that real quick. John got thirty eight right. Dominique, you finished in second with 35. Zach finished in third with 32. I finished in fourth with 31. And Kyler pulled up the rear with 30. Um, John Harold, Harold's website, John Harold's website, of course, driven by Sagarin ratings. Um, he, he only got 37. His little, his formula only got 37 right. So John right, outperformed. Yeah. Sagarin, nice. <laughs> Congratulations, John. Uh, no truth to the rumor that since John won the sectional pick'em contest, we decided to keep him away from this. <laughs> but, that is not uh, true. And he may pop in here still. He has the link, so we'll see what happens. Zach and Kyler are otherwise occupied. Kyler is on his way to Chicago to cover the Big Ten tournament. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So we got so Certainly we, you, not. But you you were a respectable second, so I was a disrespectable, disrespectable. <laughs> I was a crappy fourth. All right, Tyler and Zach both picked Marquette Catholic. Who do you got? Yeah, Marquette Catholic. They're on a yeah. what, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen game win streak. Yeah, and they're. I looked at their losses. I mean, they lost to Gary Twenty First, who's still playing. Culver Academy is a good team. Wayne is still playing. Blackhawks still playing, and then uh, some teams up at the top of the you know at the first part of the year. So they have some losses to to really good teams, and they're on a big win streak. So yeah, I got them. Okay, Catholic. Let's uh, let's do this here real quick so I can get some of that stuff too. All right. I'm picking Marquette Catholic as well. The other regional that at the Triton location is Couts versus Bethany Christian. Zach picked Bethany Christian. Tyler picked Couts. What was the deal with we, we just weren't so last week, whoever picked Couts, did somebody pick Couts last week? Nobody picked Couts last sure. week. Uh Nobody picked Cows. We all have Morgan. We have Mor Morgan Township. Yeah. Okay. We we bailed on Cows. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm taking Cows. Man, I want to ride with my Bethany Christian squad. Still got that momentum <laughs> going, but I don't know. Ooh. I don't know enough about it. 
I'm gonna go with Cowitz, man. They they had a I think a tougher uh beating Morgan Township. That was big for them. So I think I think they're gonna beat Bethany. Yeah, they they have they definitely played a a little bit of a tougher schedule. At least it looks like. And and, and much of it was in their I mean, they played Kankakee Valley. Ileana uh, Christian. They play, yeah. Ileana's really good this year. Not that does Beth now Bethany probably wouldn't play them necessarily. They were in like stations, whatever tournament they were in, the Laporte tournament where they played Logansport, Hanover Central, and and Lowell. North or Judson, Lowell, or the Lowell wasn't really good this year. Yeah, but yeah they play North, North Judson's Judson. good. Like stations, good. Uh, See, so yeah, I would say their schedule's probably. Uh, probably a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we we both went with Cowts. Yep. All right. The I gotta go back here because these aren't in order, are they? Moving now to the Franklin Frankfurt location, Regional Twenty Seven. We've got Fountain Central versus Liberty Christian, and then we've got Southwood versus Blue River Valley. Both Zach and Kyler picked Fountain Central. I'm going with Liberty Christian. For a lot of the same reasons yeah, that's... we talked about in the sectional. They they had a good they they have a weird year. They had a good schedule or a better schedule. Certainly a tougher schedule. They've got some really good wins. They've got some really weird losses. Yeah. I see that. Of course, that loss to Pendleton huh. Heights looks a little better now that Pendleton Heights beat Richmond in the sectional, but but they um that's true. They they definitely have they definitely have some decent you know some decent wins. Man, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Liberty Christian as well. Yep. Although the Harmon kid is picking up some buzz, the the guard from Fountain Central, I think his name is Will Harmon. Okay. Um, nice backcourt option for them um, playing alongside Mason Larkin. Not alongside, playing along with Mason Larkin. They're 6'8", six, 6'9", six, pick-and-pop center. Uh, the other game, Southwood versus Blue River Valley. Who do you got? Or wait, Zach took Southwood. Kyler picked Blue River. Who do you have? I think I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Southwood. Um, trying to get their schedule up. I just looked at it and I can't find it again. Uh, let's see. Looks like they uh, have a decent schedule. Uh, I know this have played, um, you know, Madison Grant, Adams Central, McConaughey, Tippy Valley, Oak Hill, Wabash, Manchester, Peru. Um, so tough schedule. You know, they took Peru to overtime. Peru's still playing. Um, you know, decent scores with, with Oak Hill and uh, McConaughey, they lost by two. So I think their of, schedule is decent, solid. So I'm going with Southwood. It's kind of one of those things where the, their schedule is no different than it normally is. They just the teams that they've on them this year are really good. I mean, look at 
Lewis Cass, yeah. Peru. I mean, you've named, you know, you you rattled through, but Lewis Cass is still playing. Peru is still playing. Manchester had a great year. Wabash was good this year. Uh, they played them twice, beat them once. Oak Hill was really good this year. Um, played McConaughey twice. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They did not play McConaughey twice. Adam Central had a good year, right? Or is that South? Adam Central yeah. was the one that was, yeah. Yeah, that was. So I mean, really, I just sort of regurgitated some of what you said, but a lot of their normal opponents had really good years this year, and a few of them. It seems like their schedule is a little bit stronger than Blue Rivers. Blue River does play some decent teams like Wapahani, Newcastle, uh, Eastern Hancock. That's about it, though. So I'm going with this tougher schedule in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Southwood as well. Same logic I had last time. They just they just have more experience playing in games like this as currently yep. situated. Moving south now to Martinsville. Um, yeah, we picked the same four ones, both of us. <laughs> We've got Bloomfield versus Lutheran, Indianapolis Lutheran, that is, Jacksonville versus Bethesda Christian. Um Bloomfield versus Indianapolis Lutheran. Lutheran, or I'm sorry, Zach took Lutheran. Kyler took Bloomfield. I'm taking Bloomfield. Yeah. This is uh, this is going to be a good game. Um, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I, I wish this was – I wish this was like at 7 p.m. This was a, the a 4 and 7 location, and it was the 7 p.m. game. This is where I'd be going. This is going to be a good one. I'm trying to get Bloomfield's. Uh, I think Bloomfield's got the guard play to handle, to handle Lutheran's. You know the quickness up. You know the quickness advantage that they have. Man, um, they played Linton twice. Lost to them twice. One was close. Lost to North Central, obviously. Yeah, those are the three. Those are the three lo- they're undefeated other than that, right? <laughs> yeah, three losses. Lutheran probably has an overall. T- uh, I don't know. Both schedules are pretty good. Man, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bloomfield. Okay. You and I are just Peter Combs. Right, you and I are just right in the same line of sight right now. Jackson Delvers. There'll, there'll be some deviation. Jackson Dell versus Bethesda Christian. Both Zach and Kyler took Bethesda Christian. Dominique, who you think is going in this game? Yeah, I'm going to go with Bethesda as well. Yeah, me too. We're yeah. boring. <laughs> this is worst pick em contest ever. <laughs> Bethesda, man. They, the uh... picks don't deviate and the prizes suck. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good year though. Yeah, the, you know, look, they they beat Tipton. They they throttled, they thumped Tipton. That was surprising. I kind of think Jackson Dell was supposed to have a better year record wise, but but at the same time, here they are. So it doesn't so we're yeah, at that, semi state last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to check something on them. Did they did they schedule up? 
Jackson Dell. Did they schedule up a little bit this year? Mm. I mean, they played Jennings uh, County. They played one four eighteen. I think they played Jennings County every year. The I'm rest of sure the schedule really. They played Greensburg. Lawrenceburg. Yeah, they played Jennings County every year. They played Greensburg every year. Um, Beat your South Ripley squad. Yeah, they did. Or Kyler's. Which was funny because Savvy, Coach Beach's, Coach Beach's brother-in-law used to be the head coach at Jackson Dell. Just they, a random, just they, a random fact. They played them twice. South Ripley it doesn't say one of them. Doesn't say one of them's a tournament. They're both are just regular regular season game. Are there conference? Is there conference? They're not home and home, are they? Nope, they're not home and home. Yeah, they did play them twice. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe that's a mistake yeah. or not, but. I'm going with Bethesda Christian. We already, we already did that one. All right, we're moving on. Yep. <laughs> Ligoti, Ligoti versus Northeast Du Bois. New Washington versus Rock Creek. So the first game there is Ligoti versus Northeast Du Bois. I, I think I'm taking Ligoti. Well, I mean, I know I'm taking Ligoti. Zach and Kyler <laughs> both picked Ligoti. Yeah, I mean, they got the best player. Peyton Bledsoe, so they uh, they're having a obviously really good year as well. They're as expected. Pretty sure uh, uh, we had them in the top, you know, at least in the top ten starting the year. So yeah, I'm sticking with Lagodi at home. Yeah, I had them as a top. Pretty sure I had them as a top five team. Yeah, but you know, they again they had a difficult sectional. They got through that. Yeah, they did. And I just don't know much about Northeast Du Bois other than the fact that I do. And that's, that's a good win over Evansville Christian. I mean, we all picked Evansville Christian, so. Right. New Washington versus Rock Creek, who you got? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Rock Creek. Me too. On this one. Uh, going with the fighting Mariel diapers. Dippers. Dippers. Sorry. <laughs> Both teams are, well, Lee Washington's 500, Rock Creek's under 500. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling getting these. John Harold doesn't have those links on those regional pairings, so I'm trying to scuffle around. But, but yeah, I'm going Rock Creek. I know they got some talent. Um, they do. They're playing well, playing well. And as they play, late, so and they play a them. brutal schedule. Yeah, if I could ever find them, I could check that well, go out. To the, but... Go to the sectional pairings thing, and then just you just have to keep that loaded up. It refreshes. I mean, Rock Creek played Jennings County. They played Bloomington South. They played Connorsville, Fort Wayne, Concordia, Corian Central, Evansville, Harrison, Evansville, Bossy, Southwestern Hanover, who I was not impressed with, Providence, Jeffersonville, Pekin. Pekin. Otherwise known as the Fighting Jane Cherries. I mean, look, Borden's good. Do they play Lutheran? Did I miss that? That's Trinity Lutheran. Trinity Lutheran. Trinity Lutheran. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They beat Edinburgh. 
they beat Edinburgh that we all that we all obviously thought was going to be good. Not that they weren't, but they right. They probably didn't have the kind of year. I mean, really, the they're they beat a Christian it's a tough Academy's, stretch. They had wow. Yeah, Christian Academy's not a, is a good one A group. I mean, Josh Renfro is a tremendous offensive player. Sectional teams are the easiest teams they played all year. And Borden's, I mean, Borden's Borden of late. I mean, Borden's been pretty consistent. Doc Nash has done a great job there. And that has been, I can tell you, Rock Creek, let's look. Last year lost to Borden. Year before, lost to Christian Academy. And then it was, you know, those are the those are the Marial Dipper Dipper years. Um, I was sort of surprised the Christian Academy lost two years ago, but you know, last year they gave Borden a great run. It's funny, last year they beat New Washington in the sectional. This year they're not; they're meeting in the regional. So. All right, well, you and I picked the exact same teams and all these, so. Exhilarating, wow. I know, right? This is great, great audio. All right, 2A, <laughs> North Judson. You got North Judson versus Lewis Cass. Westview versus Gary, 21st Century. The first game is North Judson. I'm going to take this one first, so you can take the next one first. Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, North Judson <laughs> over Lewis Cass. I'm taking North Judson. Blue Jays, the Blue Jays. Is that what they are? The I think so. Fighting the Fighting Cheesums. <laughs> I'm going with uh with Lewis Cass. Um, we finally deviate. Here we go. What uh? What was I gonna say here? Here's the schedule. Um. Yeah, I like their schedule more. Uh, more than uh. North Judson's, you know, they beat Marquette Catholic. Um, they played Carol Flora, who's really good, 2A team. Um, obviously, Kokomo, Baconiqua, Western, Westfield. Um, so, you know, I like their schedule. Um, and uh, I think they're going to get it done at North Judson. I'm going to look at all those guys as well. I mean, I don't Tyson, think Judson has played. Tyson Good know, is, a, is a tough matchup. That. Good as a tough matchup. He'd be, I mean, he'd be a good matchup at, at a four A school. And then Luke Chambers is a, is a nice is a nice post player, nice big man for them. But yeah, I mean, Lewis Cat. I mean, that's I don't know. Judson's playing awfully well, and I, I think they'll yeah they are they'll defend at a high level. Gary, 21st century versus the Westview. What are they? Westview what? Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, I'm getting hate mail. I didn't, didn't pick them in the section only they wanted. Getting a lot of hate mail. Jeez. <laughs> Can't. So I don't know. I got, I'm pressured now, but now I'm taking Gary 21st. Is that where you went? Did you play there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Westview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm Fair taking. Enough. Gary, 21st, they, I mean, yeah, they've I, had a I really good year. Um, Really good schedule. Uh, Zionsville, uh, Hammond Central, New Powell, 
you know, out of state, um, Chicago Kenwood's really good. Um, you know, so Culver Academy and yeah, there's, you know, their, uh, sectional came, was pretty much down to that final there against Ileana Christian and they took care of them by 19. So I just think athleticism going to speed Westview up pressure, uh, quickness, uh, I think that it's going to be too much and they're going to get the win. Yeah. See, I, and I just don't know enough about Westview. I mean, some of this, as quickly as we're going through these, we, you know, I don't, I don't think we've, we've neither one of us have, or I don't think we've talked about a team yet at this so far that we both have seen play. Could be wrong on that, but, and there's probably been a couple, probably been a few teams that neither of us have seen play. Yeah. Uh, But I did see Gary 21st play at Lebanon over Christmas break. Lapel regional. You've got Fort Wayne Blackhawk versus Tipton. And then you've got Wapahani versus Carol Flora. This is where I'm going to end up Saturday evening. I'll be ended. Good I'll one. end up at the Wapahani Carol Flora game. Um, is that and, at uh, seven? That's at seven. Yeah. So I'll be at Southport for the one o'clock and four o'clock games. Then I'm going to hustle up to Laple to Laple to watch nice. uh, to watch those two teams play. Um, get a chance to see one of my former players, although he doesn't know it yet. I don't know if he listens. He does. Now he knows. Um, I'm taking, huh? Joey Moreland. No. Oh, two of my former players. No. Well, he'll, he'll probably still be there by the time I get there, but I was no, uh, Jared, Jared Beaver at Culver is an assistant. Okay. He was part of our 05 group. That was just flat out loaded. Blackhawk versus nice. Tipton. I'm going with Blackhawk. Wait, we've not been keeping up. Kyler and Zach. <laughs> so Zach picked Lewis Cass over North Judson. Kyler picked North Judson over Lewis Cass. Both picked. Um, both picked Gary 21st Century. Down in the 1A level. Zach picked New Washington. Kyler picked Rock Creek. They both picked Lubgoti. They both picked Bethesda Christian. We're caught up now. Here they are. The Lapel Regional. They both picked Blackhawk. I'm going with Blackhawk. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen them play multiple times this year. A lot of size. I think you said Tipton is a little uh, lacking uh, in the in the paint. Um and they got yeah, Josh first is just at this level. He, he's he's the leading scorer. He just like I said at this level, he can really score it in the paint. is a is a nightmare for teams uh, down there. And then obviously Kellen Pickett, Gage Sefton can get into the paint and score. So yeah, I think Blackhawks just has too much for Tipton. Tipton, two of their worst, two of their three bad games this year. I, I was at so I'm sort of <laughs> sort of scarred a little bit. Feel bad for the mothership, so to speak. Again, that's where half my family's from. So ban you from them games. I know. So between McConaughey, Bethesda Christian, and and Oak Hill, I was at the McConaughey and Oak Hill game. Uh, it it was um, they 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 were both those games. They were they were soft outside of Grady Carpenter. 
And and outside of Grady Carpenter, they had no resistance in the paint. And he can't do it all defensively. And it's it's not that some of those other guys can't defend. It's just that Carpenter's again, the two games I saw, you know, Oak Hill, he was chasing Landon Beagle all over the place. And I think against McConaughey, they were in his own. If I remember correctly. Could be wrong on that, but but for some reason I, I remember them being in his own and it not just not being effective. Um but out, outside of Grady, there's there's no outside of Carpenter, there is no resistance in the paint. So I think Blackhawk is kind of the way to go on that. Yep. I think I think Blackhawk's more athletic. I think they've got size. Um I, I do think the best player on the court's Grady Carpenter, though. So there's that. I haven't seen him play. It's like, I'm not going to comment, but he must be really good if he's going to be the best player on the court. I Yeah, I just sure. think he is. I mean, I, he's, I think he's the most talented player on the court. I mean, I think – I mean, I think Sefton's pretty damn good for Blackhawk, but – and you know, and, and potential wise, you think Carpenter's got more potential than Pickett? Oh, that's he's true. getting some interest from IU. I don't, yeah, I, I need to see that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I've told every school from Missouri Valley down to get to Blackhawk. I say every, everyone that's called, that's not every school, yeah. But. But like you know, who's your one sophomore sleeper? Like yeah, get the Blackhawk, you know, get up there. Um, I mean, I'd say they're about even, but that's you know, that's why we're picking Blackhawk because Blackhawk's got like three of those dudes. Yeah, exactly. Wapahani versus Carol Flora. This is going to be a great game. I wanted. Did they play last year? Hold on a second. Oh, let me look. Let me look. Last year, who did who beat Carroll? Oh, Central Nova beat Carroll. Who beat Wapahani in the semi-state? Right. Yeah, I think it was Monroe Central, right? Let's see, Wapahani. Oh, they lost in the sectional to Monroe Central. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know what to do on this one. Uh, Zach and Kyler picked Wapahani. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go with Carroll. They bring a lot back from last year. They do. All back or? Uh, well, the main three. Okay. The main three, Duff, Skinner, and Huerta. Um, But so does Wapani. So, you know, you can't, you know, <laughs> Andrews and Isaac Andrews. Franks. And Aiden Franks and – I think Isaac's little brother gets a little varsity run, maybe. There's a loose in there's a loo, a loose in there somewhere. Coach Loose's son's involved in this mix now. Yeah, he wasn't. I think he was last year as well. Sophomore. But those, you know, yeah, those. Wapahani's probably better this year than last year. But you know. I think I was pretty impressed going, with that. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna say I'm going Wapahani. I like okay. Andrews and Franks a lot. They can fill it up. Um, they got another kid that's a um 
in double figures at about 11, 9, or 12 a game. Uh, um, See, so yeah, I'm going I'm going with Wapahani in this one. And I, and I do think that Wapahani's schedule prepares him, has prepared him a little bit better to this point. But, I mean, Carroll blitzed through their sectional. I mean, I can't I can't say for sure that that Clinton Prairie game was was a blowout. They won they won the final by fourteen, but they they buried Seeger. They buried Covington. Seeger's good this year. Covington, man, not bad. Not Covington, nice little run where they you know they're they they go five hundred during the regular season and it's kind of a down year. So good for Covington, I guess. Even yeah. though this was their down year, but. I mean, they just thump people. Sheridan was improved this year. They beat Sheridan by 33. They gave they played Lafayette Jeff decently tough for a while before just all that extra athleticism got in the way. They did lose to Clinton Prairie early, earlier in the year, but they obviously avenged it in the sectional. There are three reg there are four losses. I I mentioned Lafayette Jeff, Clinton Prairie lost to Tipton. Lost to Wabash. Tipton and Wabash both had strong seasons. Tipton obviously still playing. So, all right. So, yeah, you, you picked Wapahani. I picked Carroll. The other two guys picked Wapahani. Uh, we're now moving to Greenfield Central Regional, Park Tudor versus Cecina. Park Heritage versus Northeastern. First game out of the gate, Park Tudor versus Cecina. Who are you taking here? Wait. Um, Zach took Cecina. Yeah. Kyler picked Park Tudor. Okay, so uh, Cecina beat Eastern Hancock in the sectional mm -hmm. by 15. That's a good win. That is a good win. Oh, and and um, maybe that's why John's not here. He's ducking the uh, who was the best player in the Cascade <laughs> sectional discussion. Again, O'Shea Mason <laughs> wants to have a word with, with Mr. Loudon. I have a feeling O'Shea knows how to reach him, but but O'Shea wants to have a word. Could have had him on for a rebuttal. This is a tough I'm, one, man. Yeah, I'm picking Burke Tudor. Best player. Oh well, yeah, he's the best player in the regional. <laughs> I may have agreed with John. Although that's that, I, I think actually, I think I hedged it. You just can't go wrong between Jermaine and Jermaine and Sabian. You just right. There's, there's no wrong answer between those two. It's my coward way yeah. out. I think. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Park Tudor. Just the schedule they play: playing North Central, Pike, Lawrence Central, Warren Central. Rebuff, Chatard University, um, Garen Catholic. So yeah, they're Culver Academy. They they got their schedule definitely uh definitely prepares prepares them. And I yeah, I got them I got them winning this one as well. Park Heritage versus Northeastern, who do you got? Uh, Park Heritage is pretty young, right? They are very young. Zach picked yeah. Park Heritage. Kyler picked Northeastern. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Northeastern. Okay. Um, I uh, 
looking at their schedule and looks like they're all their most of their losses are obviously to really good teams Greenfield Central Eastern Hancock Newcastle Connorsville um so yeah I like their schedule I'm going with Northeastern and like I said Park Heritage got a lot of youth so I'm I'm uh taking the uh taking Northeastern yep I'm going the opposite taking Park Heritage Trey Shelsky's a damn good freshman he's probably one of the best freshmen in the state I certainly think at the uh the high school level he's going to be extremely productive uh where, where his college recruiting comes in that's a discussion for another day I mean he's five foot ten he's probably not going to get a whole lot bigger he is long and he's a tough kid he's a good defender he can really score I mean he's been <laughs> he's been damn good in the fall league the last two years and uh I remember when he was an eighth grader playing in like the JV division. Uh, Chris Spillman was like, "Hey, have you seen this kid play yet?" And I'm like, "No, not yet." And I, you know, I knew his dad when he played. I didn't. I knew of his dad when he played. Uh, so once I heard the name, I was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I knew he was coming up." And and you know, between him and Harper Wren, they've they've got a nice young backcourt. I, I just I think Shelsky's. Oh, I think he's going to carry it. We'll see. I, I know Coach Ross at Northeastern likes to junk it up a little bit. He'll probably throw some various zone looks at him. At least their teams in the past have done that. I don't know how much size they've got uh, that can create issues in the paint. But I'm, I think I'm sticking with Shelsky on this one. Riding on the freshman. Yeah. I mean, he just – Again, I don't know where his recruiting is going to fall, but he right now he's just different. He's got a different level of composure to him. He doesn't get sped up. He's got an excellent mid-range game. He is super long, so that that doesn't hurt. I mean, he definitely plays bigger than his than five ten. Um, but he is, um, yeah, he's different. He's a different kid. All right, moving down to game. South, huh? He's averaging 18 a game, 18 and isn't, a half. Isn't he a leading scorer for a freshman in the state? At least among um, reporting schools? I think he is. I would assume so. Let's check it out. We got it right here. What's his name? Uh, he is. I don't think he's averaging that many. No, so. Trey Shelsky, DeJon Hall, Shea Hollandonner from Centerville, uh, Terencio Davis at Thrival. <laughs> what? The uh, Centerville debacle. Oh, you just said okay. Centerville, so. Yeah, the yeah, Centerville debacle. So Centerville yeah. And said yeah, we could do an episode on that if we ever wanted to, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, then you got Ethan Roseman at Chittard, Stephen Reynolds, Juju Smith, and, and Ertle, the two guards from Mount Vernon. God, Mount Vernon's got a yeah. nice group. Case and Dagger from <laughs> Silver Creek. He lived up to what people thought he would do. Fair. Just a lot of guards, man. You go all the way down to freaking Cody Evans at, at Greencastle before you get to somebody taller than, well, Reynolds. Somebody taller than 6'5". Reynolds, there we go. That that eclipsed Reynolds. So there you go. Right. All right. The Southridge Regional 
Forest Park versus Brownstown. I think we all know who we're taking in that game. Linton versus North Decatur. Uh, Zach and Kyler both picked Brownstown. I'm taking Brownstown. Is this even? Brownstown. We're providing Forest Park's coach some heavy duty. Bulletin board material. Bulletin board material. We're not even giving them a chance. Linton versus North Decatur. I'm taking Linton. Yeah, Linton. Linton. Hope those two draw each other for semi-state, or at least get to play each other, whichever way it comes. Yeah, the only the only nice thing about Carmel not being, especially for the semi, the you know the two round semi-state is. I just got more flexibility. I mean, I've obviously I control where I go. I don't nobody makes me go to these Carmel games, but but I definitely don't ever plan on missing a tournament game. I, I don't think I've ever missed it. Well, that's not probably true. That's not true. I've missed a couple of semi states, but single game semi states. But I I've definitely right. never missed a Carmel tournament game when I wasn't coaching. Let's put it that way. Um all right, we're gonna take a break real quick, and when we come back, we're gonna move into three A. And we're going to finish up with 4A. So we'll be back in, I don't know, probably 30 seconds. All right, we're back. We're moving on to the 3A semi-states or the 3A regionals, South Washington. At South Washington, we got Northwood versus Lake Station Edison. We've got Glenn versus South Bend, Washington. Coach Wolf, much better drive to South Bend, Washington than Newcastle. I don't know who he paid. I don't know how much that cost him, but it's got to be better knowing that you don't have to get up. You know, you don't have to drive two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes to get ready for your regional game. I'm taking Northwood over Lake Station. It's not as, I mean, it's definitely not going to be a layup. Lake Station had a great year. Larry Miller's their their main guy, but Northwood's. Willie, right? Willie, Willie. Willie, what did I say? Larry? Yeah, Willie Miller. Yeah. I'm going Northwood. Yeah, yeah. Lake, like you said, Lake Station. I think they got a num- couple guards that can can fill it up or score it. But at the end of the day, uh, Northwood. Yeah, they they got man. They I had them number one in my preseason, three A. They've not uh, top ten, and uh, they have not disappointed. And they yeah they they just got a lot of uh, size shooting. Uh, Strength. I mean, yeah, it's, I like I like Northwood a lot, so I'm going with them. Kyler and Zach both pick Northwood. Kyler and Zach also both pick South Bend, Washington over Glenn. I, I think that's well, see Glenn's what Glenn a, did to them early. Glenn's the, on a roll, uh, aren't they? I haven't pulled it up yet. Glenn is on a roll right now. I'm trying to find it. Look there what they did to Washington earlier in the year. Beat him by 21. No, Washington. Nope. Yeah, John Glenn beat them by 21. Yeah. We'll go with South Bend, Washington. For no other reason than just... I don't know what the dynamic was of that game, but... I think South Bend yeah. Washington's 
grossly improved. Although they do have some bad – I mean, you say they've got some bad losses. Four of their five losses were by 20 points or more. <laughs> all really good teams, though. All Absolutely Except, all really you know. good teams. I mean, Harrison beat them by five, and then John Glenn beat them by 21. Mishawaka Marion beat them by 20, but then they avenged that loss in the yep. sectional. And then Northwood beat them by 29. You know, they may get a shot to beat them. So I'm I'm sticking with South Bend Washington because I think they're playing they're clearly playing a lot better basketball than they were beginning of the year. <laughs> Who are you taking? Penn Penn beat them by 44 or no 34. Yeesh. Yeah. Um no, I'm going with I'm going with South Bend Washington as well. I had them number 10 in my preseason. Yeah. 3A and uh yeah, I think they're. I think they'll. Like I said, if they can avenge that Mishawaka Marion lost by twenty, I think they can avenge the John Glenn lost by twenty-one earlier in the year. And Marcus Northern, Stephen Reynolds, uh, Eric Nosatelli. Um, I like Washington. I'm going with them. Dwinger versus or Bishop Dwinger versus Twin Lakes. This is our. Both teams are sub five hundred. I have to get super excited about this game. Zach and Kyler picked Fort Wayne Dwinger. Who you, who do you think is going to win this game? Yeah, I'm going with with Dwinger as well. A lot of size. Uh, oh, Preston Ross and uh, Caleb Lairman. Not six, Preston seven, Roberts. Six, eight. Not Preston Roberts. Preston Ross. Uh, both six seven six eight in that range and. Their point guard is man, he can get going as well. Sam Campbell, about five ten, uh, wears a big brace on his knee. He get a knee injury. Football, um, but he can. He's kind of shifty, and he's definitely not afraid to to shoot and make plays. And when he's on, he's he tore up Lord Sutro in the second half of that game I was at. Um, and then they got another kid as well that uh, on the wing that that played. He had like 14 in the second half on Lawrence Central as well. His name is Cameron Cameron Quinlan. Uh, so they, you know, I think I said in the sectional, man, there's there's they're a tricky team, Dwinger. Uh, they certainly play Concordia really well as a rivalry, but overall, I think they, you know, they, they definitely can uh, make some noise. I'm going with Dwinger over Twin Lakes. They started the year one and nine. Here are their nine losses. Yep. Norwell, Homestead, Concordia, which they avenged. Marion, Falpo, Mishawaka Marion, Fishers, South Bend St. Joe, Carroll of Fort, of Fort Wayne. Then they won a game, so they're two and nine. Then they played Fort Wayne Wayne, who ended up winning the sack. And then they went to go one, two, yeah, and their sectional. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and three four. the rest of the way. Eight and three the rest three, of the yeah. way. Yeah, eight and three the rest they of the Black way. They beat Blackhawk at Blackhawk. Beat, yeah, beat Blackhawk on the road. Fort Wayne South, probably a little better than what we thought. They, they lose to Lawrence Central. Then they lose to Fort Wayne North. 
I mean, it's kind of a who's who. Of, I mean, that those are some good losses. I mean, those are, you know, yeah. those, I mean, there's no moral victories, but those are some good teams they've lost to. Um, it, it's, you know, and they, they, Kostoff will definitely, if he has to grind a game down, it may not come into play. You know, it may not come into play here against Twin Lakes because, I mean, both those teams could, Coach Adams, they they could just as easily play in the 30s as well. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm taking Dwinger if I didn't say that already. So, Delta versus Peru. Zach's taking Delta. Kyler's taking, I'm sorry, Zach's taking Peru. Kyler's taking Delta. I'm going with Peru. Got to. Can't I mean really both these teams are guys that I I just consider to be really good coaches. Mark Detweiler at Delta, Eric Thompson at Peru. Uh, Delta or Peru is going to be extremely physical. Detweiler will probably toss out a couple of different zones, changes looks, uh, and and I think ultimately, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, Peru's just got a, lo- a lot of decent weapons, and they'll be. Um, I mean, if they can, they they'll have to shoot well. They'll definitely have to shoot well, uh, because, like I said, Detweiler will throw different things at them. Uh, but I, but I think Peru will get it at the end. Man, Peru beat Norwell by ten in the sectional, seventy-eight, sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Beat O'Kill as well. That's a heck of a two wins. Um, Man, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Delta in this one. Uh, I'm looking at their losses. They lost to Oak Hill. They lost to Greenfield Central, Mount Vernon, Wapahani twice, Northeastern. Um, so you know they've the teams they've lost to obviously are um, they beat Connorsville first game of the year. Yeah, I mean they're I mean they're um, they're the tougher conference. I mean they're in a conference lost with to New Pal. basically four A schools. Yeah, Connorsville. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Delta on this one. When they beat Connorsville, I texted Coach Brown. I said, "Dude, what's going on?" He's texted back. He goes, "Detweiler." <laughs> that was that was his answer. <laughs> that was his one word reply. Detweiler. So there you go. Nice. That's all you need to know. Nice. Two good coaches I mean, in this one, so you just he wants. I mean, let's look what he did at Union County. Every time you turn around, they're winning sixteen games there. That was a twenty. That was a twenty. Those were twenty games. Every time you turn around, they're winning fourteen games at Union County. It seemed like, but all part of that Boar's Nest group, a Boar's Nest clinic there in Tipton. All roads lead back to Tipton. All right, moving to Lebanon. We've got Danville versus Garen Catholic. We've got Beach Grove versus Indian Creek. Would love to see that Danville Garen Catholic game. I'm picking the the Golden Eagles of Garen Catholic to beat to beat Coach Barber, one of my longtime guys. And the Danville Warriors. Who are you taking? Yep, I'm taking Garen as well. Tough, tough schedule. Um, 
got some really good wins as well. And um, really like I've, I've seen them play a couple of different times on stream. I think I was watching that Noblesville game you were at when they won in overtime. Yeah. Um, like uh, who, who's the – I know they got Dylan Moran's um, – who's the – the quick they got a guard that's pretty quick right come on come on chandler chandler and then they have another good guard right yeah rob Sorensen. So, Sorensen, yeah yeah and so jack, i'm going with jack cherry's kind of their jack cherry's their other their other perimeter player and they got bryson cardinal brian cardinal son yep nice and you'll be shocked to know he he's he's a willing charge taker <laughs> willingly gives his body not like up. Jake Davis. He, yeah, he's definitely not like, I mean, he's definitely not at that level yet. And he may have a long way to go to catch up to Jake's state record total in career charges, but, but he's right there. He did not, he started the year on JV and now he's starting on their varsity. He does give them a little bit of a defensive presence. And against Shatar in the, in the sectional final, he didn't play a ton. I didn't. I didn't catch that there were some foul issues or what. But I mean, Shatar really doesn't have a an interior player, so they they basically went small uh, without him, and they did not play um, Holbo's Matt Holbo's little brother, who's very different body type than than Matt. He's definitely more of a football player. That was. Say Matt was athletic, man. And he was at Matt was uh, springy, springy IPFW. Yeah. yeah, but he was at uh, uh, Chesterton, right? And then Garen, Garen got he transferred to Garen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really athletic. Both Zach and Tyler, both or Kyler, both picked Garen Catholic. Moving on, Zach picked Indian Creek. Kyler picked Beach Grove. That's the other matchup at Lebanon. I'm going with Beach Grove. Yeah, same. I had them in my top 10 to start the year, despite coaching issue there and despite losing to Anthony Ball. Yep. But like I said, I liked, like all three of their guards they have, the, the pressure they create. And, uh, yeah, going with, going with Beach Grove. Washington Regional. Greensburg versus Scottsburg, North Davies versus Gibson Southern. Sean Sellers you should know that Kyler did not pick Greensburg. When you let uh -oh. Sean know. Yep. When you let Coach Sellers know that Sean or that Kyler did not pick Greensburg, he picked Scottsburg. So did Zach. Dominique, who are you taking? Hmm. Here, Scottsburg gets them up from three. Uh, shoots a lot of them. That's what I hear. Yeah. Any confirmation on that? Yeah, they're very yeah. Because if nothing else, they're they're big. Wyatt Zeller's has definitely puts them up. I mean, he's he's probably one of their best. I mean, he's one of their top two shooters at six seven. Man, I'm going. I'm going with Greensburg. I am too. And this one, I don't. Uh, I, don't I, I like bit. Scottsburg, and you know, yeah. and if those two kids hadn't transferred to Brownstown, I mean, Scottsburg would probably be. I mean, definitely better. I mean, they're twenty and five without him. Right. 
Right. I'm not really sure why they why those kids left. I mean, I'm sure they have their reasons. Um, but find it unique. Maybe there was some. I don't know. I find it unique that they would leave this winning situation. But I mean, Scottsburg is putting together a good year. I just Greensburg. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any real hardcore. I've not seen them play. I've seen Scottsburg play, and I'm pretty impressed with them. I just. I think Greensburg's kind of after a couple of average years or kind of peeking around the corner, they've got a nice senior class. They've got, they've got Addison Pettit, um, who, who's a, certainly a nice physical, versatile player. And I think he can, you know, he's the kind of guy that can guard Zellers. He can guard him on the perimeter. He can guard him inside. So that's, I guess that's why I'm going, going with that. Oh, no, her, her. Hurt Scottsford lives and dies by the three, so um, yeah, I'm banking on them not being able to hit like they normally can, and I don't know. It just seems like over the last few years, and I don't know, a few years, two years, one year, it just seems like there's always people talking about Scottsburg, Scottsburg, and then they kind of just you know fizzle out or don't really do much. So, um, well, they counting do, on they that do, again. They... So I'm going when these. I mean, they're basically all juniors and sophomores. So when these dudes were freshmen, when the, the juniors were freshmen, it was like, hey, they're a couple, you know, they're going to be a year or two away. And then Coach John Miller, who's the head coach at Hanover, his son moves over from Southwestern or Madison. I think Madison, I don't know, one of those two schools moves his son over right. to Scottsburg last year. And you know they were they were young, and you could tell that you know look they're they're going to have some you know they're going to have some growing pains last year. But you know I left last year thinking these guys are probably. I remember texting. I remember texting my dudes at North Harrison and Pekin saying Scottsburg is going to be the best team in in your conference next year, and got some laughs on that one. But then let's check it out. Ah, shit, hold on a second. Tag on it. You know, Scottsburg ends up finishing second, tied with Corridan behind Brownstown. I guess I did forget that Brownstown was in. The, well, Brownstown gets those two kids from Scottsburg. So, <laughs> so if those right. two guys don't leave, maybe maybe Scottsburg's eight and zero and conference play in Brownstown six six and two. But yeah, I'm going with I'm going I'm still going with Greensburg, but clearly like not it's not because I don't like Scottsburg. North Davies Jack and Kyler pick pick Scottsburg. They both pick Scottsburg, yeah. We both pick Greensburg. Got it. Okay. North Davies versus Gibson Southern. North Davies yeah, they got the path they they wanted, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. This, this is easier than Linton versus in Brownstown. <laughs> Definitely Gibson a Southern. Of, no offense to Gibson Southern. Yeah, maybe offense. So, no, I certainly uh, don't mean to be offensive, were... but I but I can imagine they'd be a, offended. They got yeah, North Davies. Def, this is definitely easier than Linton Brownstown. 
Well, I mean, Linton and Brownstown are, you know, give I mean Gibson Southern probably knows they're not those teams. I would I would think. Um sure. but uh would North Davis would they would have would they have been in I guess we probably don't know what sectional they would have been in in two A would have been Linton or not not sure. No, they would have been in the yeah they would have been Linton sectional. Linton okay yeah so I mean they got the path they wanted even uh, even got Heritage Hills to lose which mm-hmm. I don't know I'm not sure if they would have been able to do much outside of Sicily anyway but yeah they got Gibson Southern for a one game regional and. Uh, then they'll, you know, they'll obviously, you know, Garen Catholic could be in that semi state, potentially Beach Grove. So definitely going to be harder in the semi state, but, you know, a lot, lot sec- easier path to get there than 2A. The section they would have been in would have been South Knox, Sullivan, Linton. Yeah. And, you know, South Knox, for better or for worse, had a, you know, at least a good record 18 and 8, Sullivan, 17 and 8. There's no question they got a bet they had an easier sectional. And I'd say at least their first game of the regional is easier. Well, the only game of the regional. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Zach and Kyler both picked North Davies, so one A or four A. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chesterton versus Penn. This is at Michigan City. Hammond versus Mishawaka. I'm going with Penn. Zach and Kyler both pick Penn. What do you got? Yeah. Put me down for for Penn. Absolutely. I uh, do. You know, Chesterton is uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, Coach Urban, he, he's going to have a game plan, obviously, in place. They're going to execute. They got – Tyler Paris, who's having a really good year, is averaging like 22 a game. Um, obviously, Justin Sims, athletic forward for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just who, who else is going to step up um, for it's him? Just a, it's a gaggle, yeah, it's a gaggle of seniors who don't um, score consistently. But so, it's also a gaggle of seniors who one of them, any of them could step up. So yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's the, the flip side of that coin. Could be a could be closer than than expected, you know. Oh, could I think be a it'll close be close. Game, but... Oh, yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't anticipate it being a blowout. I, I think it's Marcus Burton does to them what Travis Grayson did the year before. Yeah, we're just well, other than Burton I mean, being better. Burton was, you know, Penn was up going into the fourth, and then. Burton had twenty, I think, and then uh, started cramping. Couldn't couldn't play in the fourth, so yeah. you know they could have potentially could have had him last year, you know. But like I said, Burton went out and couldn't come back in, so you know who knows. But this year, definitely, definitely going with Penn. Hammond Central versus Mishawaka. I was say Zach and Kyler both pick Penn. Zach and Kyler both pick Hammond Central. Who you take in this game? Yeah, I got him in Central. Athleticism, um, you know, I see Mishawaka play a little bit. Like I said, they're they got some, you know, they're a solid team, but I just think with Hammond, 
you know, really good record, played some good teams. Uh, just had a heck of a win against Monster, a crazy game. But, uh, yeah, definitely going with Hammond Central. I am too. Yeah, the end of that uh, – Yeah, I, I, I didn't get a chance to see the end of that live. That was – yeah, that was – that's a heck of an ending. Fort Wayne Wayne the same way. Well, although that was their morning game. That I was, was their semi, that. the semifinal game. Logansport Regional, oh, Fort Wayne Wayne – huh? I was going to say their championship game was a game winner uh, for Wayne against Homestead oh, at the buzzer. So. Oh, was it too? Yeah, so they had, I was there. Two one possession buzzer beater games. Nice. Yeah. Fort Wayne Wayne versus Noblesville. Kokomo versus Fort Wayne Northside. The historian in me tells me that Noblesville. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Noblesville would get to a regional and then just <laughs> completely fizzle out. Um this most of this was before class, before class basketball, because you can't. I mean, look, Noblesville, the sectional. This is their first sectional since 2010. Um, I think it's their only second sectional in the class basketball era. Um, trying to get this stupid page to load, of course, as I try to make a point, it goes dead on me. It's awesome. Um, uh, 2010, they got beat by North Central. So the, the the team that beats them, the the team that beats them in the sectional is now the team that beat them in the regional. 2010, they 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 lose to North Central by one in the regional. I mean, you got to go back to 2000. Or I'm sorry, back to 1997, the last year of one class. They get to they go through the the Brownsburg or they go through the Frankfurt Regional, so no longer the Anderson Regional. Um, they get beat by Laporte in the semi you know, in the semi state. I don't know who Laporte lost to in the in the in the state finals or in this you know this. they get to the regional final against Plainfield. And get beat. You know these are teams that should. Those mid ninety teams that McCullough had. You know, those were the early days of Tom Coverdale. And then Coverdale's senior year, they lose to Pike the first year of class basketball by two. And that's that's what the year Pike was that 90... 98. Okay. And that's the start of Pike's run. And that 98 team, you know, they just dominated everybody except for Noblesville. Was that – was 98 – when was the year that Jeffries and Randolph played in the – 2000? 2000. No. 2000. Yeah. 99? Yes. Yeah, well, hold on. Um. Yeah, Jeffries and – yeah, Mary – yeah, Mary and beat – Bloomington North in the state finals in 2000. Yeah, against Jeffries. Okay. And Reggie Nevels, who went to Army. Guard for Marion. Gotcha. I was there, but I was really young. Yeah, I was there. I was young. I was really young, too. 
<laughs> I was seven. I was not. I'm going with Noblesville. <laughs> um, man. I mean, they just they have more weapons than Homestead. They just they, they do. They. You mean Wayne or? No, Noblesville does. Has more, more weapons wep- than Wayne? Is that what you're saying? No, more weapons than Homestead than like. Like Homestead for what it, you know, for all they are, they really just have two guys that consistently score. Gotcha. You know, Leaper's gonna obviously Leaper's gonna be I mean, Grant's good. And I think he's one of the best defenders in the class, and I think he's he's you know, he's oh, he's a, a rebounding level. machine and yeah, he's a lead yeah. level. I mean he's Shit, you know, we tried to get him for the summer. I mean, we wanted him badly. But he's not a primary, you know, he's not a go-to scoring option. He's a secondary scoring option. He's an offensive rebound guy. I mean, Noblesville plays five guys who can score. Right. Now, if they can protect the rim, you know, if they can be disciplined around the basket, they can force Noblesville into some pretty bad misses. Because Noblesville does have trouble finishing, except for Alma Dover. Um, but I also think that they've got they've got some nice pieces defensively, and when they're locked in, you know they they got kids that are capable defenders. That's the difference between Noblesville this year and Noblesville last year. Last year, they would always be like a three or four minute spurt. Or they would just do nothing defensively, and I'm sure they've had some instances uh, of that this year, but it's not been in big games. Aaron Fine defends pretty well, doesn't he? Pretty physical, pretty quick, stayed in front. Yeah, he works at it. He works at it, but yeah. he's also the one who really struggles at the rim offensively. Oh yeah, man, this one's been bugging me all week, man. I just keep going back and forth. I really want to pick Wayne, <sighs> but I know Noblesville's schedule. You know they they've probably been challenged a little a little bit more. I don't know. Wayne's got a good schedule as well. Man, going with Wayne. Okay, going with Wayne. They got multiple guys who can score it. Uh, you know they big turnaround season four and eighteen last year. 20 and four this year. Well, they have um, still got young guys and they have quickness that nobles was going to have, you know, have an issue with. Yeah. And they got guys that can score, uh, you know, guys who can hit from the perimeter, obviously at the rim. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going with Wayne. Zach took Fort Wayne, Wayne Kyler took Noblesville, by the way. Kokomo versus Fort Wayne Northside. Both those guys, Zach and Kyler, picked Kokomo. Dominique, are you taking? Kokomo. Um, I don't think this game's going to be particularly close. I think Kokomo. I think Kokomo is just hard to play, especially in the tournament. Just Flory just kind of takes everything away in the paint. Hard well, to score in the paint. And Spears is full-blown in, in basketball shape now. And yeah. He's – He's a very difficult yeah. matchup just because he's and I mean he's a linebacker. He's he's built he's 
he's just large and he's skilled and he can shoot and he has really good vision you know i don't he's not, he's not super athletic but he doesn't get sped up and once once you're on his hip you're on his hip you're done is the um the younger bellamy out for the year i i don't i don't know is um but no yeah like i said coco was just hard to play with especially because Northside's best player is, is you know when he's really good he's getting to the rim and i just don't right. see him finishing over flory um but yeah, yeah i got kokomo like i said I don't, I don't think it's gonna be close and hopefully Northside, side hope, hope they prove me wrong man go out and get the win but but i yeah i'm definitely picking kokomo Let's say if you picked Kokomo and Noblesville, you will, I'm not sure you'd be allowed back in Fort Wayne. No, I wouldn't be. <laughs> Southport, New Pal versus Brownsburg, Indianapolis Cathedral versus Ben Davis. The other boys, Zach took Brownsburg. Kyler picked New Pal. I'm taking Brownsburg. I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to be. I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I think when New Pal got into the – I mean, they only had two losses, so it's not like they struggled at any point, you know, at any sustained point of the season. But, you know, I think that there is a um, – Brownsburg's got a lot of weapons. I, I think they have – they can match New Pal physically. You know, the couple of guys that maybe take extra chippy shots defensively. Brownsburg has those dudes, too. I think they can match them bruise for bruise. Uh, I think that they can. They Ian Stevens relies heavily on, on being a mismatch. I don't think he's going to get that in this game. Not to say he won't have a good game uh, or can't have a good game. Uh, it's just that. You know, especially if Brownsburg does go man, you know, Diallo or, or, you know, catchings, it's, he's not going to out, you know, Stevens isn't going to outlength. <laughs> it's not even great, great phrasing, outlength them in any way, shape, or form. And Brownsburg can throw out a lot of different people. You know, if they need to, if they need to go big, they can play Latimer. And if they don't, then that just means catching Diallo are out there making plays in, in a lot of space. Who you got? Man, this is if I didn't have things going on Saturday, I would this is the one I'd be at. Be at Southport. Yeah. Uh, um I think everybody Matt says that <laughs> I think everybody Michigan wins City. My map says Michigan City's two hours and four minutes away, and Southport is two hours and seven minutes. So about the same distance. I definitely would be at Southport, but for this one, I'm going Brownsburg. Um, best player on the floor, with catchings, and I haven't seen Nunnally or Stevens. I see Nunnally's their leading score, yeah, for New Pal. But I don't. I'm not sure how they compare to Alaj Diallo, but I like Diallo a lot. None and, of these uh, a lot of throw out. your 
Nunley's allowed to throw his body into people and hope referees call fouls. Not the most pleasing form of basketball, but it you know gets the job done, puts points on the board. Yeah, seventeen uh, you know, and a half of them. Lawrence North game without Xavier Robinson. I, uh, I guess I'm just saying that because he was by you know he, Xavier's their their most consistent score for Lawrence North, but not only struggled against their quickness. You know the, those body flops as he tries to score ends up in that game started outside the lane versus around the basket, which is where he might get him in any, in the other situation. Um, I, I think Brownsburg gives him length that some other teams don't have. Uh, and again, I don't. It's not that I don't think New Palace. I don't think it's not going to be like they don't have a shot to win this game. It's just not. That would be dumb, but. I think a lot of the things that New Pal relies on, Brownsburg has answers for. I think New Pal is going to rely heavily on on how the game is officiated. Not not that it would be unfair to Brownsburg. Just like Carmel when they lost they lost a state championship game to Warren, how that game was officiating was going to be a big deal. And and as fairly as that game was officiated, it still favored Warren Central because they let Warren, they let everybody clutch and grab and and be physical. Um, New Pal, I think, is going to have to rely heavily on how this game is officiated. Browns were pretty top heavy, man. They seven, you know, 18, 16, 10 a game, and then uh, three, two, 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 you know. All the way down, but I really like their top three guys: Catchings, Diallo, Grant, Porath, um, and yeah, Coach Lynch. He's definitely gonna have them ready to roll. A good game plan. So yeah, definitely, definitely going Brownsburg. So this little game here between Cathedral and Ben Davis. I mean, anybody care about this game? <laughs> eh. So what was the score during the regular season? BD one by twelve. BD one by twelve. Yeah, we were both at that game. Ben Davis won by twelve. That that's that was at that was at Southport, right? No, that was yeah, at, yeah, yeah, Southport. That's at Southport. It well, both Zach and Kyler took Ben Davis. Who are you taking? Oh, Ben Davis. Yeah. Been on that train for ever at this point. So, yeah, I think they just man, there's they remind me of that. We just talked about that Warren Central team in 2018. Yeah, you no, know, uh, one undefeated, one state, and definitely think Ben Davis can do the same. And they just play so well together and for each other, right? KJ Windham is coming off the bench, who and he's a what a top 150 guy in rivals in the country. Yeah, rivals. Class. Uh, and, and, yeah, and he's there's no, you know, pouting. There's no. I mean, they just all play for each other. Tight knit group. They've been playing together since they were young. Because um, I already know that's going to start coming up. Is if Ben Davis keeps keeps advancing, it's like, oh, they probably picked all these players from Indy and they all transferred in. Like, no, this <laughs> no, they they've been yeah. playing together since. And, in fact, since they were young. In fact, there's kids at other. You schools. know, it's going to come up. 
Well, that's fine. People can be ignorant and they can be wrong. And I mean, Jerron Tibbs, Ben Davis kid at Cathedral. <laughs> Keon Miller, Ben Davis kid at Cathedral. I'm sorry, at Southport. Southport. At Southport. Um, who was the other dude? That, as soon as I tweeted that, um, parent of another Ben Davis kid who's at a different school but in a different class sent me a couple of other names that started out at Ben Davis and ended up somewhere else. And of course, now I can't find it. Um, shoot. Well, let me see if maybe Dowdy. You've said it before. Can't remember. Yeah, let me see if Dowdy said anything here. Um, it may have been it may have been Zane's dad. I can't remember. Let's see. This is what happens when we spend a lot of time talking about Zane's injury. Um, shoot. This is making, this is for riveting audio. Where is this? Here we go. I think we're getting there. Nope. Come on. Oh, we're back in the May of last year now. So never mind. All right. Never mind. No, but yeah, there, I was there's, say, there's uh... two other there's two other names that are pretty prominent in the senior class. I just can't remember who they are that were Ben Davis guys that are now playing somewhere else. So yeah, anybody that thinks Ben Davis, it's like people complain about Carmel being five thousand, however big they are. They're not plucking kids out of the school. These are kids that come up through the program that have been developed and and you know, worked with since they were probably in fifth grade. You know, right. Ben Davis is, you know, is is that too? Maybe maybe not till middle school, but but um, I don't know how how I don't know what their youth programs like the younger age groups, but um, and Coach Carlisle does a great job. I mean, I I love that they. You know they they have a really nice motion a motion style offense. Which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're basically running Butler flow is what they're doing. And they can occupy the clock without holding it. You know, if they need to work for a great shot, they have something they can rely on to do that. Um, obviously, they are at their best when they speed people up and they turn defense into offense and create create loose ball turnovers or create misses and Zane, you know, Dowdy gobbles up all the misses and here they run. Um, you know, I, I think this will be a tighter game. But again, a lot of that's going to depend on what? It's going to depend on, I think, guard play, right? What's I mean, what's the difference in this game, in your opinion? Yeah. Yeah, I would say guard play. I noticed Cathedral's been starting Kamari Slaughter. Last time I watched them play Warren, Warren Central in the sectional. We we've been Kamari. saying that for a while, right? Yeah, he's go. starting now. <laughs> yeah, he's starting Although with Germany in the back. He's looked he's looked average in some games. He's had some struggles. Yeah. Um. 
but I don't think it's been with the guy in front of him. I think it's the fact that the guys in the back, you know, the guys, the second layer of defense is a little tougher down here yeah. than, than it was on, on Portage's schedule. Yeah, and I just, you know, with, with BD, like I said, it's just they're so play so well together. Like I said, they remind me of that Warren Central team 2018, but I just think mm -hmm. individually they're probably more talented than them. They, uh, they defend like it. They defend like um, it for sure. Yeah. Defend I think like that it and offensively, the I think group, they're better. The Warren group had some really weird matchup problems. Like the other team had problems matching up with them because, you know, they could play, you know, they, they could play Max Smith and, you know, they had those guys and, and that would, you know, you just couldn't, they were as positionless it was as positionless basketball as any team could be. And 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 they were so disciplined in, in this work to get their shot. Like they were never, you know, obviously they could play up and down and get turnovers and get going, but they could play in the half court and just work and work, work and get the right shot and patient ran their offense. And Ben Davis can do the same thing. I mean, I you know, we've talked about me and you have talked about that trapping press they put on. Um and the you know usually the games I've watched usually it's in the second half. I watched their game against Bosco. They were up a let or twelve at half. Just in the first half, they were just kind of man to man pressure all the way. And then second half, they put on that trap and they were up twelve starting the third. At the end of the third, they were up thirty one. I mean, it was just a turnover fest, layup fest, yeah. layup drill. Um, so yeah, they just they got a lot of pieces. They all play really well together and. I've been talking about Ben Davis since, you know, last year, really, at the end of the state finals into the summer. So no reason to – I wouldn't pick them uh, for this for this weekend. Agreed. Evansville Wrights versus Jennings – or Seymour Regional. Evansville Wrights versus Jennings County. Bloomington North versus Columbus North. First game is Wrights versus Jennings County. Dominic, who are you taking? Um, hold on. Zach and Tyler both picked. Yeah. Zach and Tyler both picked Jennings County. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with Jennings County. Uh, I've had a really good year. Um, I watch Wrights play, and I don't know how much this means, but I watch them play at Charlie Hughes in, in the summer. So, not like I said, not sure how much that really means today, but doesn't um, totally di different guys. Yeah. Like three three guys that yeah. weren't even there. <laughs> right. on this right. are relied upon um, and now i'm hearing they're going to get some other kids maybe for next year so that'll be interesting yeah i heard of yeah we'll, we'll talk about that some other time but yeah Jennings <laughs> county yeah i'm uh, taking them too i like uh i like i like the squad they, I, I did see that i don't know how that freshman's doing for rights this year he's really long though Langley, he's been I solid think. yeah saw him charlie hughes yeah, he's been solid. I mean, Isaac Higgs has had some big games for them. I think he had a 30-point game in the sectional. Um, you know, I just – Jenny's kind of got a lot of weapons. And, you know, Carter Kent and and Keegan Manowitz and, you know, that their, their backcourt is, is pretty solid. And, again, I think Evansville is going to have to really take Jenny's counting of what they're trying to do. And I'm I'm just not sure they can do it throughout a whole Man, game. Uh, Jennings County was down nine points in overtime against Tyler's 
Bedford North Lawrence squad. Nine points in overtime and still won. Yeah. Ooh. About to overcome. Yeah, a lot of shooting. Yeah. Last but not least, Bloomington North versus Columbus North. I'm going with Bloomington North. I'm sort of in any, any little big game, seems like I pick against them. Always worried <laughs> about their guard play. Uh I, I'm going. I'm going with them this time. I'm I've the, I've mean, seen their their guard our one guard play pretty well. Uh, their one their their one guard their one their point guard. Um, where's he at here? It's coming. Dewan Daniels, ten a game. Uh, um, four assists a game. Yeah, I've seen him play pretty well. Yeah, um, uh, in some games. I just don't, I think coming into the year, they yeah. didn't have a lot of experience in the backcourt. I think that was. Yeah. And let's face it, they've had some strange, there's been some bumps in the road this year. Yeah. I'm going with them too. I'm going Bloomington North. Uh, obviously, they're going to have the best player on the floor, JQ Roberts. Um, and, you know, you know, the Lindemann, sophomore, Reed. The two wings, they, you know, at both ravage right around double figures, 11, 10 a game. You know, they – I don't see their shooting percentages, but the game I've seen them play, they look capable. Look like they can knock down shots. Daniels, I've seen him play pretty well. Obviously, JQ. So, there's four dudes that can potentially play well for him. So, uh, I did see Columbus North play a little bit in the Noblesville stuff on stream. Um. I just like I like Bloomington North better. Yeah, me too. If nothing else, JQ. All right, man. Well, we made a lot of the same picks, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Again, uh, appreciate your time. Sorry we didn't get John Loudon in here this time. I don't know. He was set to do it. Uh, so, unfortunately, he wasn't around, but that's uh, – it's the guru, right? The pick guru. That's the guru. Yeah. That's yeah. Jeez. Um. I don't know. I'm looking forward. So, so we're we're going to publish this tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to publish it now, and then we're going to come back Sunday night, record a, our normal episode. We'll talk about the regional winners. We'll talk about the semi-state draw, and if we don't do that Sunday night, then we'll do it Monday night. Um, I guess we'll wait and see. So, so this will be the last time for a while that we have multiple po- podcasts in a week, at least multiple high school podcasts in a week. Um, I don't know. We may, I don't know. If I, there may be some NCAA tournament episodes rolling through here, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with you guys unless you, unless you want to do it. So, but they'll probably be doing those in the morning. So, you know, like, morning like mid-morning like mid-morning during the week so we'll see but i'm not 100 percent sure yet dominique appreciate your time hope, hope everything's going well up there hope you have fun watching you're going to michigan city you said i'm 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 tied up this weekend i would be going to Southport. oh not gonna be able to get out i'll be streaming you'll be streaming games okay yep i'll be at southport in the morning well, I'll be at Southport in the afternoon, and then I'll end up at Lapel in the evening. So I should be able to see some good games. But 
otherwise, but Hey, thanks for, thanks for coming on. And we'll, um, you and I will both be talking to people here later sometime Sunday night. Yes, sir.